Grounded Magic Podcast. Welcome to our first episode. This is an episode you don't want to miss as we give you the keys to the kingdom, how to go about creating the life that you want while integrating magic into your everyday. Make sure you go to www.groundedmagic.com to get your free guide to the King of Pentacles process. This will give you the structure that we use so you can bring magic into your life in a way that works for you. Hello, and welcome to the very first episode of the Grounded Magic Podcast. My name is April Tarot, And I'm Sabrina Marie Chase. Welcome. We're so excited that you're here. So in thinking about what are we going to do for our first episode of the Grand and Magic podcast, Sabrina and I were talking and it just came to us so clearly. I think it was actually during our last meeting, which we're about to talk about. Um, so we have a structure in our lives that we have created that we've been using for mm, four, four-ish, five-ish years. and yeah, it's four years now. Four years, yeah. And it is an amazing structure that brings magic, accountability, practicalities, dream visioning, goal setting, all of that all into one. And it has brought amazing results into our life. And so we really wanted to share it with you. And what is it? It's called our King of Pentacles meeting. So it's a meeting we have once a month. We have it on the last Friday of the month. We book off a good two hours for it. um, And nothing gets in the way of our King of Pentacles meeting. And it is our accountability structure. It's a magical structure. It is so much rolled all into one um, that has really supported us and benefited us and um, allowing us to fly and to create really amazing results in our life. And um, we love it and we want to share it with everybody. So we thought what a perfect first episode to have for the Grounded Magic podcast because it is all that Grounded Magic is all about. It's creating magic and grounding it in real life. And this is how we do it. This is one of our structures. So welcome to the King of Pentacles meeting podcast episode. <laughs> Absolutely. And what's really important about this too is that it's one of the first times that April and I started living life in a way where we were really combining our spirituality and our spiritual practice. And by that, I mean things like opening sacred space, calling the elements, calling our patron deities, uh, including our spiritual goals, talking about our spiritual practice, doing divination in the meeting, right alongside with talking about what our work goals were, what our relationship goals were. So the whole point is to not see those things as separate, but to see them and deal with them as they actually are totally intertwined with each other. It's become a beautiful tapestry that keeps our lives kind of woven together. It 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 also helps us consciously create all the different areas of our life. And it's a way for us to look at what's working about those areas of our life, what's not working about those areas of our lives, and what we are doing to transform those areas of our lives so that they work and they sing and they bring us joy and whatever it is you value in life. So it is our way of consciously creating our lives. And this is our gift to you. Um, when you go to our groundedmagic.com website, there is a sign up, we will give you the structure. So don't feel like you have to take down notes, it's all already in a note. <laughs> so you can go there and um, find out our structure. Um, and, uh, and we'll go from there. But the first question I have for you, Miss Sabrina, because you are the diviner, why did we call it the King of Pentacles? This is her idea. And when she explained it to, to me, I was like, 
it could not be a more perfect name for our monthly accountability structure. So Sabrina, why is it called the King of Pentacles? Okay, so I think, breathe, and act in tarot and divination. That's who I am. And so when we began talking about creating a regular meeting structure in which our magic had equal importance with the pragmatics of our lives, the things we think about at pragmatics, I immediately thought of the King of Pentacles. For me, the King of Pentacles represents real mastery on several counts. I always think of pentacles in tarot as having a double vibration. And the one that's most widely known is its association with managing career, dealing effectively with money, practical things in life. And that's really true. So the king of pentacles, which by the way, can be male, female, non-binary, any human can express king of pentacles energy. The king of pentacles is a master at doing this in a pragmatic and also in a nurturing way. So I love that. But for me, the second vibration of Pentacles is about building character, creating solidity inside of yourself, being grounded, knowing who you are, sticking by your values, having a word that you keep with integrity. So the King of Pentacles is also a mastery at this. And because this King has spent so much time building internal groundedness and integrity and building mastery of the outer reflection of pragmatics in the world, this King is a fantastic leader. So I thought, Let's call this meeting the King of Pentacles meeting as we seek to learn mastery of our inner and outer expressions of groundedness and of the element earth. When you when you just went through all that, what came to me is that this is a structure for self-mastery. Yes. That's exactly what our meetings are. This is what am I up to in the world? What am I creating? What have I done? What did I say I do and didn't do? Why did I not do that? All of that. So, wow, that is, thank you for that. Because that's exactly what we're all about. Yes. And I would want to say one more thing explicitly. I love it when I see other people in the business world or in the academic world, whatever world, showing that kind of mastery. What I miss is the spiritual and magical component, which is equally as important. And for what we have created, that is front and center. It's not quiet to the side or in the back. This is a spiritual practice. Not only are we trying to be our best in terms of pragmatic things, we are seeking to serve humanity. We are seeking to be, um, as one of my teachers would say, hollow bones, connecting the world of spirit with the world of the everyday, because you know what? They're always connected, whether we recognize it or not. Oh, so great. And let me tell you, bringing the spiritual into my everyday life has made me feel so much more alive. Like I just feel more conscious in my life. I feel more aligned in my life. I feel more alive in my life. And it, yeah, it, I love, love, love this structure. So how does what does a King of Pentacles meeting actually look like? So we meet, as I said, the last Friday of every month. We book about two hours. Uh, we open sacred space is how we start. Well, actually, we first usually start with a little check-in, just like, what do you need to say to be present? Like, what do you got to get out of your space? Had a bad day at work or, you know, I'm stressed about this or whatever. Just blech, so you can get present and, and be with each other. There's three of us that do this every month. Um, so it's Sabrina, me and my lovely husband, Eric. Um, and, uh, 
we get together and then we open space. So we, for us, you know, you can open space however you want to do it, but it's just a matter of getting connected to spirit, to magic, to yourself, to the ground, whatever works for you. And so we open space, we light a candle, we usually cleanse in some way, we call in the quarters and our deities um, asking for guidance. And so it m- makes the actual structure magical in and of itself. Um, and I just love, it's just, for me, it's always great to just sit and connect and huh, become present and a chance for us to look at what's working. And I want to add, we're doing this over Zoom and yes. it is just as powerful as it would be. Okay. There's a missing component that physicality can bring, but honestly, the spiritual piece, it resonates, it's there. Regardless of where we are located physically, April and Eric are in Canada, and I travel. I'm a digital nomad, but I'm always in the United States, and mm-hmm. it works just as well on Zoom for me as it would in person, with the exception of that tiny little joyful physical component. <laughs> Which is great. Okay. So, uh, and then we have a structure. It's a Google Doc. So, you know, we're modern modern witches, modern pagans, and uh, we have a Google Doc that we all have access to. And it's really important that we all have access to each other's. Don't do this individually or privately, because there's something in giving your word in the presence of others that makes it much more real. So, um, uh, yeah, so we all have access to the same document. And in it, we have several questions. Um, and we start by getting complete with last month. So what does that look like? So what did I say I would do? What did I actually do? What did I not do? And it's really important. A lot of us can get spinny about this and go into stress and anxiety around, oh, I said I was going to do this and I didn't do it. And da, 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 da. There's a lot of grace that we give each other and understanding that this is life and life happens. And it's not about, oh, you're bad because you didn't do X, Y, and Z, or you're good because you did do A, B, and C, right? It's a, just getting that self-mastery. Okay, I said I was going to do this, and I didn't do that. Like, I remember in the beginning, we said we were going to do 50 things. <laughs> yeah, that didn't last long. And then we got real with, oh, we're humans, and we have a life, and we don't have time to do those 50 things that take 50 hours each, right? So it was that was a really good lesson in the beginning of of just getting, okay, getting your humanity, getting what works, what doesn't work, you know, making a list mm-hmm. of 50 things didn't work. It stressed us out. So we're like, okay, we cut that down a little bit, or we cut it into smaller chunks, or we just got more real with it. So that in itself was a lesson in what I can and cannot get accomplished in a month's time. So um, we go through what works and what didn't work. And then we go through and there's questions we ask. Some of the questions are, um, you know, what was my biggest challenge of the month? What did I learn this month? And we keep track of it all in this Google Doc, which is really important because we also have a yearly retreat, which is usually December or January. So it's about getting complete with the last year and creating the new year. And this King of Pentacles meeting came out of that. So we can't just meet once a year that nothing's going to happen. So we created this monthly cycle where we meet and we we get complete. So, and then what's great is at the end of the year, we actually go through and read through the whole document for the whole year. It ends up being, I don't know, I think last year's like a hundred and something pages in this Google Doc, right? Just we just keep adding to it and adding to it. Um, but it's just such a beautiful uh kind of a digital book of shadows, I guess, if you want to call it, of of what we did and didn't do and what we learned and what our highlights were. And there's lots of really good questions that really have us looking at 
what it is we're committed to and what are we what we're what we're creating. Um, we also throw in some divination and that we pull cards. So at our yearly retreat, we pull a card for the group for each month. So it kind of gives us an overarching feel for the month. And then at the each monthly meeting, we also pull a card for the next month. So I mean we look back at what was last week, what was last month's card and how did that play out in our lives. So um, we weave magic throughout it. We also have a beautiful exercise that I absolutely adore, um, which is guided writing or guided journaling. Uh, I'll let I'll let you talk about that, Serena. That we do this at the yearly retreat. We do the actual writing, and then at the monthly King of Pentacles meetings, we read it out to ourselves. So I'm going to let you talk about that because that's more your baby. Sure. So uh, as well as being a diviner, I am a writer. And for me, one of the ways that I access spirit is through writing. Um, For many years as a teacher, I have included timed almost automatic writing practices in my work, although I don't use those words because they tend to scare people away in which people are encouraged to just calm and center themselves. And I'll set a timer and they'll start writing. We'll start writing. And when you get out of your own way and you calm down, you can hear spirit. It'll just come out through you. So at our annual retreat, we op- we have open circle. We calm and center ourselves. Sometimes April will do a guided meditation And then we will pick up our chosen implements, whether that's pencil or computer, and we will simply write. We'll write messages from spirit, from the divine, from our higher selves. You can sort of uh, choose what works best for you and create and then later read the messages that we need to hear for the coming year. And then at each of our meetings on a monthly basis, we go back. And we read them out loud to each other. They're usually fairly short, but they're very powerful. And this is one of the ways in which we don't lose our way for too long from the goals that we have set in alignment with the spirit of our understanding, how we stay aligned with the divine and with ourselves. It's one of my favorite things. I always forget about it. And then just before we end the meeting, we're like, oh, we've got to do our readings again. And I read that and it's like, oh, thank you. I so needed that yet again. And it's just, it just feels, again, it feels magical, but real. And uh, it always helps me on my path. And each year it's something different. So it's kind of like what you're working on for the year and what your higher self or spirit wants you to take on. So um, I, I love that. So yeah, and what we found is over the past four years that our lives have really expanded in magical ways, kind of how we wanted them to go and in different ways that we didn't even expect. And so what we found is that this really, really works. And so when we were talking about like, why does this work? There are four reasons why it really works. And that again, I'm going to pass over to Sabrina because uh, you say it so eloquently. So why why does this work, Sabrina? Okay, So those of you who are in the pagan world and many of you who are in other kinds of spiritual practices and other kinds of worlds as well will recognize the saying, intention is everything. And I know that as a a young spiritual practitioner, almost every book I read, almost everywhere I went, I heard this. It's all about intention. And the King of Pentacles practice is in fact an intentional practice. In a way, I think of it as the star, the tarot card, the star, which is the vision that leads you forward. And intentions 
are indeed incredibly important. But I have learned something as I've aged. It's now been decades that I've been a priestess and a witch and now an elder. And I have to tell you that what I learned as a young practitioner isn't a hundred percent correct, right? What I've learned is that intention is really critical, but it's only about 20, 25% of actually creating a vibrant, magical, spiritual, grounded life. And it's only about 25% of getting to where I want to be as a human on this earth in alignment with spirit. There are what I call four additional factors that need to be hitched to that intention in order to make it real. And I'm going to mention those really briefly here. The first is alignment. As human beings, we are going to regularly and continually fall out of alignment, both with spirit, the divine as we understand it, and with our own highest selves and highest good. That's just going to happen. And for most of us, it's going to happen multiple times a day, certainly for me, right? So as I've grown older, I've realized I need to find practices and ways of thinking and being that let me get back into alignment as soon as I recognize I've fallen out. For years, I thought, oh, I'm going to get into alignment and stay there. That's my goal. Eh, no, <laughs> no, there is no staying in alignment. Or if there is, it's for somebody who's way more advanced than me. It's all about understanding how to continually get back in. So that's the first factor. You need mm -hmm. strategies that will work for you for getting back into alignment. The second factor is resistance. What is resistance? Stephen Pressfield, who is a fantastic writer and author, has written a fantastic book called The War of Art. If you are a writer, a creative, or anybody who wants a lasting spiritual practice, go get it and read it. It's a quick read, but I promise it's like a, a splash of cold water to the face. Resistance is something that we as humans are born with. It's in all of us. As long as you're alive, you're going to have it. It is the immediate pushback to anything that your core self decides it wants to do to help you grow, expand, or do your mission on this earth. And the key thing is, the more important this thing is that you want and need to do and be, the stronger the pushback against it will be. So if you decide, oh my God, I'm a writer, I'm going to write a book, you're going to have a very powerful resistance at some point against sitting down and writing. If you cannot understand and recognize your own resistance, you're sunk, no matter how good your intentions are. The third factor is directly related to this. It's accountability. For most of us as human beings, the best way to overcome our resistance is to be accountable to another human. You can also be accountable to spirit, but most of us are pretty good about lying to ourselves about that. So having another human being or other humans that hear our, our commitments and our word as well as our intentions and hold us to that. That structure with them is what's going to keep resistance at bay for most people. And the last piece is what happens when you get all these pieces 
right. And that is you're able to create in your life consistent, persistent practices. A really common example is meditation. Recognizing that there are a million different kinds of meditation, different ways you can do it. Many of you may have experience saying, oh yeah, I'm going to start a meditation practice. And yeah, how did that go? How did that go for the first 10, 15, 20 years? If you're pretty normal, not so well. You can have a great intention, but if you don't attach the four factors to it, your chances of succeeding are pretty low. The King of Pentacles meeting is a practical way to bring together spiritual and I don't know, is anything not spiritual? I don't think there's anything that's not spiritual, but the things we commonly think of as work or business, the spirit, you weave those things together, you attach or surface or state your intention, and then we hook in the four factors and we stand together over Zoom in a spiritual circle every month and we practice addressing those four factors. And for me, that's why it works. It's so great. And really, there's so much to love about it. Like when you talked about resistance and there's been months where it's like, oh my God, I don't want to go to the King of Pentacles meeting. I haven't done anything I said I would do. I'm just like pissed off. I'm just not in the mood. I don't want to do this. But let me tell you, as soon as we open space and connect again, it's like, oh, I feel like I've come home again. It's like, it's I'm with people I love. I'm with, you know, we're in magical space and it's all okay. Like it's okay. And then what I usually find out is I actually did way more than I thought I did because, you know, I'm human and I don't give myself enough credit. Um, and then it's like, oh, okay. I'm actually more on track than I thought. I don't need to be as down at the dumps as I thought I needed to be. So um, yeah, it's just, it's such a beautiful practice. I've gotten so, so much out of it. I just, like even like during all of that, I went through a major transition in my career. I left one career, started two new businesses, you know, and it's it's been grounding for me in so many ways, like just to have that check-in. And, you know, my husband's the third party in our little accountability group and our relationship has just, it's been amazing because like we actually write down what we're accountable to in our relationship and we're speaking it to a third party. Like who does that, right? Like Sabrina knows the intimate details of our life, of our love life. And it's actually quite a, it's really beautiful because it keeps us on track as well. So there's just been so much that I get out of it. It helps me like, it just helps me in so many ways. Even when I don't want to do it and I do it, I always feel better in the end. So it's become a touchstone. It's become a place of home, a place of my heart, a place mm-hmm. where I can be me. And um, yeah, yeah, what a treat. It, what a treat it is. What have you gotten out of it, Serena? Oh, wow. Um, thinking with my tarot mind, it's an opportunity for all of us to embody King of Pentacles energy and also really all of the court cards, but I'm going to focus it on nurturing, ongoing, practical, grounded mastery of self and spirit in the world. And I really need that. I'm much more solid than I've ever been in my life. Um, I also transitioned careers, leaving an academic mission, which was very beautiful. I loved it. I learned so much. And really getting the strength from my accountability practices to deal with my own resistance, to sit down and do my own writing. 
and learning finally, after many decades of being a human, how to get myself back into alignment over and over again. I now have a clear and persistent writing practice, a clear and persistent meditation practice, a clear and persistent set of spiritual practices. And don't get me wrong, I fall out of alignment all the time, but I know when I sit down and I'm part of the King of Pentacles meeting, people I trust and who share my values will reinforce and help me getting back into alignment, being accountable to my word, and moving forward on the mission that I have taken on with the divine in this world. And I love that. And you know, honestly, we are good to each other. I, I often come and say, yeah, I didn't do anything. Oh my God. And I leave every time saying, I learned, I grew, I did more than I thought. This is awesome. Uh-huh. And um, I can authentically be who I am. I can be a diviner. I can be someone who talks about spirit all the time. And in the next sentences, I'm like saying, okay, we know from social science that what is measured is managed. And here we are. What are our smart goals, right? I love putting those things together because making them different is artificial. It's an artificial cultural thing. And I don't want to live that way. Mm. Oh, it's so great. Like we really are creating our lives. And what I love about this structure too, is that when we do get out of alignment, it pulls us back in. It's like, it reminds us of where we're at, what we're committed to and where we're at. And I, last year, our yearly retreat was um, quite a wake up call for Sabrina and I so the first thing we do in our yearly retreat is we go back and we read through the entire document of, of the year. And we had actually, for a whole bunch of reasons, we did our yearly retreat in October. So we had we did it way earlier than we thought we were going to, just because of life factors. And um, and Sabrina comes up to our place to do our yearly retreat. And um, we sat and we read through the Google document and we were both in tears. Yeah, we were both literally crying at the end of it. We were in tears um, because... We just realized how out of alignment we actually were. Like it felt like we kind of slept walked through the year. Like things we said we would do just didn't get done. And we're like, what what happened? And so what came from that was that we realized that we weren't looking at the big picture. We were just looking at the monthly picture. And so what we did is we threw in. So this, again, this is a, a living, breathing kind of tapestry that has been evolving over the four years that we've been doing this. And so now what we do is we actually have quarterly check-ins. So um, at the March... June, September, and December. Oh, I think those are those. The, the, at the end of each quarter, we actually do a quarterly check-in of looking at the big whole year and where are we. And um, so, yeah, that's one of the things I love about this is that it lives and breathes. Like we add certain questions. We've taken some questions out, ones that work for us, ones that are kind of like, I don't know why we had that in the first place and took those away. So it's been a, it's been a beautiful creation. Right. Right. I want to say something about that too. Um, even doing the King of Pentacles meeting last year, we learned that we can still fall out of alignment if we don't have big picture check-ins because what we were doing, so clever, such a clever form of resistance. I don't know if those of you listening will have done this, but we discovered that we had work procrastinated. It's not that we hadn't done things we said we would do. We just foregrounded and did the things that were less scary And the big things that were really scary for both of us, we just kind of didn't do. So we were able to say every month, oh, here are commitments I made and I did them. But we consistently overlooked, sidestepped the really scary things. In my case, finishing a manuscript draft 
that included pieces I knew I needed to put in that I was really scared to do. And April, I'll let her speak for herself, but we were literally weeping as we both looked up from reading through and realized simultaneously that we had very cleverly given the reins to our resistance and we were coming up to the end of the year and the single most important thing for each of us had not been done. And what's great is that it got you into action so fast and you got your manuscript written. I did. I did. It was really critically important. And it meant that I had to do things that really scared me badly over and over again. But I had April and Eric to reinforce me. And when I got really scared, I would call them and say, oh my God, I'm doing this thing. And it it really, it feels shaky. And they'd be like, it's okay. It's okay. You can feel shaky. That's fine. So yeah, it turned out to be a real life changer for me all through the four years, but last year in the beginning of this year, especially. Yeah. It's such a great structure. I'm, I love, love, love it. And I love that we are now sharing it with the world. So to get a copy of our, of a, um, a Google document that you can use in your own accountability group. Um, we recommend at least two people. You cannot do this by yourself. Otherwise you'll let yourself get away with a lot of stuff. So um, we did, <laughs> we sure yes. did even with other people. <laughs> So I would say a group of three or four is ideal, people who are in alignment with you and they don't necessarily need to be on the same path as you, but you know they'll support you and love you and you don't feel judged. They completely accept you for who you are. They need to share your values and they need to understand who you're trying to become. And those are not my words. Actually, um, I learned that from the author of Eat, Pray, Love uh, during a class in which... Yeah, exactly. And uh, she really said she only shares her early stages, her early drafts of work with people who share her values and know who she's trying to become. And that has become incredibly important in my life. Yeah, for sure. So make sure it's with people who love you, accept you, and really believe in who you want to become. And um, create a little group and get your own accountability going and get your own King of Pentacles meeting going. So again, go to groundedmagic.com. You'll see the link for it there called King of Pentacles meeting structure. We've written it all out, all the questions that we ask. We even have the quarterly check-ins in there as well. So everything that you need to make it your own um, and go and create the lives that you really want to live. That's what it's all about. And yes, I get it's scary, but it's so much better when there's friends there with you. So, and you know, sometimes your accountability people don't necessarily need to be good friends. So (laughs) put it out there, find some people who really want to hold you accountable. They need to share your values. You need to like, they really believe in who you are, not going to judge you. There are lots of people out there who want the same thing. So find your group, start your King of Pentacles meetings and create your life, create the self-mastery that you've always wanted. and. Yeah. Anything else you want to say about it, Miss Sabrina? I want to say that it feels both good and a little odd to be sharing this really kind of personal practice that has been so crucial to us over the years, but I'm glad to do it. Mm -hmm. Um, And if any part of it can help other people, then I'm happy about that. I'd also love to hear how people modify it for themselves, Mm -hmm. because one of the things I've found is the more brains you throw at something, the more great ideas you generate. So I'd actually love to hear back from you guys. What do you discover? What do you add Um, as you do this process, what can we learn from you? 
What can we add in that you discover? So great. So, yeah. So thank you for joining us on our first episode of the Grounded Magic Podcast. We're so excited that you're here. Again, please rate, review, and follow, subscribe. That really helps us out to reach more people um, and helps us in ratings. And in the back end of things, that's our that's our juju. That's how we get paid is through following, subscribing, rates, and reviews. So, um, And we really hope you get some value out of this. And we want to hear about your successes as well. What did you create out of creating a, an accountability structure for yourself? And we strongly encourage you. Hearing this episode, find one or two things you can do to get into action. Download the King of Pentacles document for yourself. Take an action forward. Steal our ideas and use them in a good way in your life. Because one thing I have learned actually from April is that transformation only happens in action. That's where the magic is. Transformation only happens in action. If you're not in action, there's no transformation. So thank you for joining us. And we will see you next time on the Grounded Magic Podcast. Bye. Now go and take that magic into your day. If you really liked our podcast and don't want to miss another episode, please subscribe and or follow. This allows others to find us more easily and the magic will be multiplied. And we all want more magic in the world. You can also help others find us by rating us and leaving a stellar review. The Grounded Magic Podcast is powered by Indigo Fires Productions. Sound engineered by Eric Tarot of Tarot Studios. Music composed and performed by Eric Tarot. Online business management by Natalie Gallagher of IOMI Digital. Founded by April Tarot and Sabrina Marie Chase. 